About a year ago, a podcast was created bringing all of the DC TV talk shows together. They were organized with one purpose, to discuss the new CW show, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. But then they left to do their own thing. Bell was tasked with finding new legends, and after searching high and low, he had to take the first two listeners who offered to help. That would be us. We're not professionals. We're not heroes. But we are. Straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Will. And this is Legends TV Talk. Bellas, how are things on this glorious late recording Saturday morning? Cold. It's awesome. <laughs> it's cold there. Yeah. Uh, it's so, cold there? Yes, it was 70s, like middle of the week, and it is now 29 degrees, and it has snowed. Really? Uh, we Got took up. your weather. I feel bad about that. Really, I don't. <laughs> so let's see here. It is it's fifty one in Austin today. Oh, it, was like, never get uh, it was eighty yesterday. And so the high today is gonna be sixty five. I'll take the sixty five. Well sure, but I mean, you know, when your joints are, you know, creaking because it's almost frozen. Forty degrees <laughs> in one day. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. But anyway It does suck. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sucking, sorry we were not able to record uh, earlier this week on our normally somebody was near death. Yes. Yes. Someone who will remain nameless will. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> who will remain he was, nameless? He was uh, <laughs> being killed by monsters, but he killed them all, and now he's back. I was fighting the Sinestro Lantern Despotellus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Papa Nurgle, a, deep cut. a Warhammer fan. Ooh. Anyone? Anyone? Warhammer? No. no. Nope. Sorry. I'm, I'm playing DC Online again, though. So Nice. Nice. You're on PS4? That's kind of... Yes. I'm. A, yes. That's kind of like in our wheelhouse. But yeah, I, I had it on play, on PC for the longest time, and then uh, I got a Mac, and they don't have a port for it. So I'm like, well, I'll try the PlayStation. Yeah, I found that's... a great league. And oh, really? Here I am. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm been, I've played it probably 12 hours while I was sick. You know, eight hours one day, four hours yesterday. That's perfect. You know, it just, oh yeah. Well, I have to relevel. So, well, they, you know, they have, to, really they have the league. jump to thirty thing though. You can jump up to. Yeah, uh, and I, and I did do that. I did do that, but you still have to level after. They, your CR now goes up to one eighty nine or one ninety. Oh, uh, okay. So like, I have a CR one hundred. So I have to like. I, I guess that makes sense. They don't want to bring you up at the top tier of the game because then what do you do after no. that? No, that. so I've spent a lot of time just gearing up and gearing up. And hey, if anyone wants to find me, it's uh, PlayStation or PC. Look up G L G E E E L L or E L one L. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, what? G L spelled G E E E L. Okay, just yeah, like Jor L only without you know Jor. Okay, gotcha. It's it's because that was the only way I could get Green Lantern. Really, was G L. See, I thought you were going with something phonetic there, too. Uh, yeah. Which, it works. Yes, it works. I was. And, you know, you do know who, uh, you know, Superman's baker's uncle's name was, right? It's GL. No, Carvel. <laughs> Carvel? That's, that's <laughs> okay, it might be a regional thing. <laughs> yeah. you never I, heard of Carvel ice cream? <laughs> no. Oh, I was now, thinking, no, like, it, carving, like, a turkey sort of thing. <laughs> 
Wow. So, no, they're up here right. there's something called Carvel. There's ice cream down south called Bluebell. Well, there's that too. But that's... wait, is that you? No, I no, thought no. you had a girlfriend. No. It's... <laughs> and we're live. <laughs> we're live. Thank you for joining us on Sexual Innuendo TV Talk. <laughs> oh, I don't have a coffee for this. Larry, with me as always. Is Captain Wacky Will <laughs> <laughs> and Grave and Kyle Rob <laughs> Dingo and the baby <laughs> like weird noises and stuff. Oh my you god, we're just gonna be a morning zoo crew now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How's that traffic report flying, Mike? We'll fly Mike here, it's pretty packed up. Kinda like me after bad Indian food. <laughs> so that was your that was your helicopter. <laughs> Thank you for the helicopter noise. That was perfect. Oh. Anyway. Boys. <laughs> now that, now that, I see you on the YouTube channel now. <laughs> well, that's perfect. <laughs> I forgot oh. about the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not going to go away, is it? Nope. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. Uh. Clearly. Uh. <laughs> so, I can see our, like, crazy, weird, fever-dreamed... Mornings. This this is before I've had my you know six shots of whiskey uh, oh. before I can like oh. stabilize. Oh no, I thought we were supposed to drink like we do during the show. So I've already started. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> well, I, I just yeah, I haven't had my wake up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, you know what? <laughs> All of that. There was aside, a show this week. <laughs> yeah, there was a show this week. Uh, this is Legends TV Talk, and I think it's time for a history lesson. <laughs> All right, I'll pause for some uh, intro stuff. Yeah, we still don't have one yet. I'll make one. Okay. (laughs) 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 Season 2, Episode 12, Camelot 3000. Or should I say Camelot slash 3000? Go either way. Yeah. (laughs) Directed by Antonio Negrette and written by Anderson McKenzie. Will, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Well, the legends continue their quest to hunt down the Spear of Destiny before the pieces fall into the hands of the Legion of Doom. The legends discover that pieces of the spear are each being guarded in different time periods by members of the missing JSA. Their first stop is the future, where they find Dr. Midnight, which eventually leads them to the past in King Arthur's Camelot, where Stargirl is protecting her piece of the spear. In order to protect the spear shard from the now-evil Rip Hunter, the legends must join forces with... The Knights of the Round Table. Let us ride to Camelot. We're Knights of the Round Table. We dance where we're able. We do routines and all the scenes of footwork in Fred Cable. We dine well here in Camelot. We eat ham and jam and swim off. Those are the Knights. It's only a model. Oh, that's brilliant. And, I, you know, I kind of felt Thank that you. way about the Knights in this one, uh, especially, uh, <laughs> especially old Ray. You know, it's like Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Ray of the Palms. Yeah, Sir Ray of the Palms. Like, why don't you just, I don't know, wear your Adam suit out in front and be like, I am a future knight. But I don't know. Yes. He's, he's too. He did, in a yeah. sense. <laughs> am I the yeah. only one who saw two Sir Knight of the Palms? Yeah. Like, I'm like, well, he's the one who keeps losing the girl. So, but I'm. Wait, wait, I, 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 I don't understand that reference. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
little uh yeah so so i don't know overall thoughts on this episode before we kind of go into the, the whole bit of it uh uh kyle what did you think uh i mean i was really ho- I w- this is gonna sound really bad but i was hoping sarah at the end didn't get with the queen but how, how dare anyway. you well no it's just like i don't want that trope to be like okay every time there's a queen, oh yeah sarah yeah has to get to it yeah it's weird. but by the end, it was just like, okay, just do it. I mean, why not Stargirl? Or, yeah, well, Stargirl's got King Arthur. Yeah, but King Arthur's got uh, Lady King Guinevere. Arthur. Guinevere. Guinevere, there we go. It does make sense in the end when you think about it. Lancelot does get with Guinevere. So, Sarah, Lance, a lot gets a with lot. Guinevere. Sarah, Lancelot. And I think she calls her Lancelot, doesn't she, at the end or something? Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. She does. So other than that, I, so I mean, it, I I enjoyed the episode for what it was. I like that they brought uh, members of the JSA back. Yeah, I was wondering when they were going to do that. Uh, Will, yeah. what do you think? Was was this what? Uh, what's your rundown? Well, I mean, it's obviously a money saving episode, which on one hand I'm cool with because it means we're going to have, you know, a better episode effects wise at some point. I mean, other than the lightsaber and. Amaya using whoa, whoa, her powers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. It's a saber made of light. Let's not get sued here. <laughs> the lightsaber. <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, there was no real power usage in this episode at all. <laughs> like, other than Amaya doing her thing and and uh, I think Nate turned steel at one point. Yes, this is pretty second. much on the cheap. Yeah, this was a pretty much on the cheap episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of down with that. But on the other side... It, it, it really held no weight. I know it moved the story along about getting, you know, the other pieces of spirits located in Camelot. It just felt like this episode was kind of, after the last few we've had, which moved everything along and actually had some weight behind them, this felt very much like a filler. You know, like, yes, we're going to get a piece of the spear, but the rest of it's kind of like, you know. Yeah, Sarah's yeah. Sarah's going to kiss a boy. Ray's going to go fangirl. You know, Nate's gonna pine after Amaya. God. <laughs> hey, hey, gotta ship something, right? Yes, yes, yes. It is a CW show. <laughs> you know, I'm I, I agree. Gideon and Rip. I'm just looking that out there. Sorry, Ooh, go on. There we go. Uh, well, they are on the ship. Uh, Ridian? Oh, Ridian or Gip? I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag Ridian. Ridian, Ridian. sounds good. The ship, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have to agree. This one felt like after the ones we've gotten earlier this season, this one felt kind of lackluster. But uh, I was, I was kind of excited because the whole Camelot three thousand, they're going to do the comic, uh, you know, adaptation of that. And now I, I never read Camelot three thousand, but that was essentially a retelling of Arthurian legend with DC heroes, right? No, it was retelling with like futuristic heroes. It was like in the future. Well, so it's future past, and it was past. dark, and yeah, it was dark, and it was cool. I mean, this was not even anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Although so, there was some lesbianism, but that's about that's that's, about that's where the uh, the parallels end. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. Um. So yeah. So so this one we starts out. We're, we're we're trying to find some spears of some destinies, and uh. So we the, the legends there are like, all right, cool. Well, we know that the JSA has these pieces of this spear. So currently they have zero pieces, correct? Because they lost them all. Correct. 
And so they're now using the amulet thing to go and try to find the other pieces. And so they stumble right. across the year 3000 where uh, we run into Dr. Midnight. And now a question that's been kind of posed the entire time since we've seen the JSA is what happened to them? And it appears right. that Rip entrusted each one of the members of the JSA that's, I guess, still alive right now with a piece of the Spirit Destiny in order to uh, protect it. So uh, right. now, now here's my question about this. What about uh, our man's piece? Or does he have one? Or was he killed before he got it? He was killed before he got it. There's only... So it was only... It's Commander Steel, Dr. Midnight, and Stargirl who have... Who have slash had pieces of the Spear Destiny. Okay, okay. That's that's what I was thinking. I just wanted to confirm on that. Uh, well, cool. So we go to the future. Or actually, Rip goes to the future. Uh, and Rip's like, yo, what's up, Dr. Midnight? And Dr. Midnight's like, hey, Rip, how's it going? And he's like, oh, it's pretty good. I'm going to murder you and steal your piece of the spear. And he's like, oh, man, that's not cool. And so he does it anyway. <laughs> and, yeah, now we have a dead JSA member, which is sad face. And another Second piece dead JSA member of the season. True. Second dead. So, I, you know, it's. it's Wait, no, second. I'm sorry. I was thinking I forgot about Obsidian being alive. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but he is about to be dead because didn't he have like a coronary? Well, he was like ninety-five years old at the end. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, he's, he's technically when you go to year three thousand, he's already dead. So I was <laughs> right. But when they went to Camelot, he hadn't even been born yet. So right, right. He, he's kind of like Schrodinger's superhero. He's alive and dead at the same time, depending on how you observe him. I guess I don't know. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, I guess I guess Doctor Midnight, in his spare time, aside from protecting the Spear of Destiny, was working on uh, mind control devices. Mind control, <laughs> because that's that's what you do. It's just one of those things. Uh, and so Rip decides this would be a great idea to use this and uh, you know control the minds of of, of, of people, specifically medieval mind knights. Mind control. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I like it. It's very. Supple. Mind controlly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our legends show up too late, of course. Even though they have a time machine, <laughs> they can show up. Yeah, yeah, really, <laughs> really. At what point? <laughs> so you get there, the guy's dead. You're like, damn it. So <laughs> wait, that makes sense. No, no, no. I will say this though. Think about it. Gideon couldn't find it until it was out of midnight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I can go with this. I can go with that. It's like she couldn't find it, and all of a sudden, Rip cuts Midnight open, and poop, here it is. Yeah, but they still know that Midnight has it. So right. once Gideon finds it, when it's out of Midnight, they just go back you know, a week before Midnight was dead and then get it from him then. But then you wouldn't know where it was. There's no reason to assume it would be in a person. And you can't go back to a timeline you've been to according to the first time. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you have, okay. If, you've, if you go back a week... You haven't been there yet. True. Oh, oh you don't have an episode. Yes, time travel. Time travel is is crazy. I, you know, the, the cray, cray. Flash kind of had rules, and this one kind of has rules. But like every week, they kind of you know throw those rules aside. But yeah. you know, <laughs> right. it's 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 legends, and it's fun, and it's campy, and and we love it. Um, so and 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 this also sets up one of our great little subplots of this episode the uh the Stein Mick thievery subplot Blood fest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Dr. Stein sees this thing 
And he's like, I don't even know what this is, but it looks important, so I'm going to take it. Uh, there's no way it's a MacGuffin at all. It's just an interesting piece of equipment. And so <laughs> so he grabs it, and of course Mick can, can smell a thief. So what he says, and uh, he's like, what'd you take? And so, of course, it's revealed that... Uh, <laughs> That Stein has taken this this mind control device just you know because you know it's 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 future tech, and I mean Doctor Midnight wasn't going to use it anymore. Let's be honest, he ain't going to be right. Legend season three. Heyo, exactly. Heyo, <laughs> he might. Well, I mean, this is a time travel show. He very well could be. Uh, in fact, no, he... and they might they might reset time or the reality again. That's true because they have screwed with it quite a bit. Yeah, it's all screwed up now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so so they learn that uh, so Rip has that piece. They they miss out on that one, and then I, I I'm I'm trying to remember because when I was watching this, when I was kind of like zoning in and out uh, for some reason, but uh, they then learn that the other piece is in medieval Europe. Now, where did they get that insight from? Was that from the amulet, or was that from Doctor Midnight? That was from the amulet. Okay, okay. So, uh, which was conveniently said like right after even Nate pointed it out. <laughs> That the, the yeah. amulet knew where it no, was. No, it was like it was like right after the fact that they got it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's convenient. Thanks, writers. Yeah. <laughs> so we now have to travel back into time, and this is this was another part that I liked about this episode. The uh, you have Nate, who's this historian buff, and you have the legends who are you know nerdy Arthurian legends, race specifically, I guess you should say. Uh, and I love how they butt heads on the type of clothing that they should wear for this medieval Europe. And, <laughs> and I, I, there's a great little line there. Arms where... for a poor dead. Arms for a poor leper. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so you have, yeah, <laughs> you have Nate who's dressing up in traditional, you know, actual authentic clothing of the time period. Then you have Ray who's all like, I'm gonna dress up in chainmail and, and armor and it's like, why? There's no reason why a knight would be walking around like that just out in the open in this time period. And of course, right after he says that, they get ambushed by a bunch of knights in shining armor. <laughs> and so what's the first so we, we run into uh Guinevere first, correct? Correct. Yes. And so she I love a woman with a sword. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to Innuendo TV Talk. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we have. Is that your sword, or are you just happy to see me? A little bit of both, honestly. <laughs> Go on. Not going to lie at all. <laughs> I heard that about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> so uh, we Ooh. have the the legendary Capron. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. No, sorry. it's fine. This I is amazing. <laughs> I can't they have help to ship on. something, Kyle. They're shipping <laughs> us. I'm sorry. Every podcast, Quill. you got you got to ship something. Quill. <laughs> uh, we could just make it Bill. And wow, this is kind of awkward. Yeah. That we're live. Oh, moving welcome. on. Welcome to Legends TV Talk. Back, back to reality. Up there goes gravity. Up there goes podcast. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, the legends get captured by Guinevere, whom yes. uh, assumes that Ray uh, is an actual knight, which surprises Nate, 
and also assumes that Nate is a leper, which also surprises Nate, and which concludes the joke for this episode that I really enjoyed, uh, at least one of them. And so uh, now we we get uh, taken over to this this mythical Camelot. So this is interesting here because now we have a, an instance where Stargirl takes Arthurian legend, and when she goes back in time in order to protect the spear, makes Arthurian legend. So here we go. We have a conundrum here, uh, a paradox, if you will, and and. If you will, Will, uh, <laughs> what do you think? Is, is this a paradox? Because uh, uh, it, it seems like Stargirl knows about Arthurian legend because she, I'm sure she grew up reading it or whatever. And as she goes back in time, she creates Arthurian legend. So are we dealing with a paradox here? Well, no, we might just be pre- dealing with how it came about. You know, everybody's kind of always wondered if King Arthur's court happened. I'm not sure if there was a real King Arthur or not. I mean, I know it was based on the once and future king. Um so it's possible, but I don't think it would be a paradox. And I mean, they've just think about it. You, Rip has created apparitions now everywhere. He sent four nineteen three nineteen forty superheroes throughout time <laughs> with a piece of wood that will alter reality. These, you know, one goes to the future, which I mean, he's going to have a minimum impact. One goes to the past, which you know, she could have a significant impact. She created our theory of legend. You know, and we don't know what he did with Commander Steel, and I'm assuming who that's going to be the third one because it was said he's coming back and blah blah blah. So I and I think he's the only one left. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll find out um, in like two episodes. Ah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's a paradox, but I mean, then again, on the other hand, again, they're, he's breaking his own rule. He made an aberration, and he did it when the Time Masters were in power. That's one thing I did notice, is that. McKnight says to him, he says, you said the Time Masters couldn't be trusted with this. When he did it, the Time Masters existed. Interesting. (laughs) So, yeah, like, that's huge. Like, because that means this happened before. It also means when he meant the JSA, he knew the JSA. He knew what happened to them when everybody was like, what happened to the JSA? Why, you know, why? He he knows exactly what happened to the JSA. And he's like, I'm not telling because I'm going to re-scramble my mind with. Right. Yeah, <laughs> interesting, Kyle. What do you think? I mean, I, I, so it's 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 always interesting when you have these sort of situations where uh, you know a character ends up becoming their own father or something like that. In the case of uh, you know Kyle Reese and uh, John Connor and the Terminator franchise, <laughs> and it's 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 kind of not very similar here because it's it's Arthurian legends being created by someone. Star Girl read about Arthurian legend, which she ends up creating. So, yeah, what, what do you think? Paradoxical, or is this just, you know, another Tuesday for the Legends team? <laughs> uh, paradox, and it's just another Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Nate is very uh, down on this whole thing, yeah, I don't know. It's They had to do something. You know, I, yeah, you're I right. Really don't, I really, I really don't know how to how to explain it. <laughs> but it, it's funny though. You know, you mentioned Nate and him being a historian. You would figure he would be a lot more interested in maintaining the timeline and not actually uh, uh, creating all these aberrations that they're creating. So, right. yeah, he, he's kind of an interesting character in this situation because I would think that he would be a little bit more. And, and, and you know, they kind of show that when he's getting in the traditional garb and not the whole. 
Arthurian legend thing. But uh, that's that's kind of interesting. Also, how Stargirl sort of, uh, as opposed to, because she's familiar with the you know the, the the Ray Palmer version of it, so that's what she takes back with her. And uh, I was thinking that perhaps Nate was going to try and do something like try and uh, adjust it to how it should be, but you know it's only a forty-two minute episode, so <laughs> can't do all of that. Right. Um, yeah. So they uh, we, we we find out that uh, Amaya is like, oh, cool. You know, here's Star Girl. This is great. And uh, Star Girl, she's a protector of one of the pieces of the spear. And that she, th- th- this was kind of a weird thing to me where Stargirl and Amaya had this moment where uh, they talk about the spear and she's like, I don't want to give it to you. But then almost, what, like 10 seconds later, she's like, yes, this is after the course of the climactic thing that we'll get into in a minute. But she seemed to kind of like change her idea as to whether or not the spear should be protected by her or not. Uh, did that seem odd to anybody else or is that just me? No, because that's that's the same thing that happened with uh, Amaya later in the episode about Ray wanting to stay behind and fight, and then she was just like, "Bam! All right, we'll stay and fight." Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. I mean, you gotta you gotta oh. you gotta plot somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, Damian Dark and Nate coming in here, and they're they're building an army of knights using king arthur and his knights of the round table and other and other knights as well uh yeah <laughs> knights of the round table we dance well, i'm not doing it no, not no. doing it <laughs> uh it's only a model it's a silly place <laughs> uh, yeah so so using only these mind control devices that that you know rip so conveniently well i mean that that kind of makes sense he knew about them but uh yeah, so he steals the mind control devices, places them on all the knights, including King Arthur, in order to turn them against Camelot, destroy it, so that he can find the uh, the, the piece of the spear that they need. Um, and this was so so Arthur shows up in the Round Table with one of these devices, almost kills Guinevere at the request of Rip. Um, and I'm trying to remember exactly what happened in the scene. Was he asking where the where the spear the piece of the spear was, and they were refusing yes. to give it to him? Yeah, Cordy refused to give it to him. Okay, which good for her. You know, she right. she should do that, uh, or she shouldn't give him the spear. And so now we have this issue of there's all these knights and all these kings and whatnot that are being mind controlled that they don't necessarily want to kill. Uh, so they have to find a solution to it. So you know they they notice that uh, once they. So who was it? Who was it? That they, 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 there's two pieces to this device, right? You have the receiver and the transmitter. Uh, they had the Stein stole the transmitter. Correct. Yes. Right. Now, yeah. So so when they were uh, working with the with the uh, uh, receiver, I, I can't remember who they got that off of. Uh, just a random. Uh, just a knife. rando dude. Yep. Okay. Well, that was convenient. Uh, so they they get the they, they get oh it was uh, sir it was sir uh, Jonathan McGuffin sir Jonathan McGuffin that was who it was yes yes Jonathan he's, McGuffin he's very important knight very very many he has tables. a long history throughout history he's yes. used elsewhere <laughs> he yeah he he's all over the place that guy he's yeah the especially time. these DC shows yeah <laughs> boy does he have a wide <laughs> legacy <laughs> very much so. Uh, so they, they, they basically decide that the best way to solve this problem is to go in 
and uh, figure out a way to override the signal that Rip is sending out to all these knights before they come in and trounce Camelot. Uh, so Stein, being the brain that he is, thinks, yeah, you know what? It's got to be something to do with, with mental capacity. And the smarter you are, the easier it will be to control people. So they take the smartest guy on the ship and the dumbest guy on the ship and <laughs> they see if they can get this to work. And uh, we hooked a device up to Rip and uh, – no, sorry, not up to Rip. We hook it up to Mick and we hook it up to Stein and Stein tries to get him to do stuff and it just does not work. Because, I mean, I don't see how anybody could really mind control Rory. There's not much there to control. Am I right? Nope. <laughs> Which is probably why they thought of it to begin with. Right, right. Right. Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense for them to go, yeah, you know, we'll take the dumb guy and the smart guy, and, and maybe we'll be able to figure something out here. Uh, but, yeah, that didn't work. And so I'm trying to remember, what was it? Uh, when did they discover the, the, the intensity method? As it I was Jack's right near towards the end of the episode. Yeah, right when they were doing the battle. Ah, okay. Because she said to him, and she's right before they go to do the battle, she's like, and you three, figure this out. We need to put you three in a room where you will not turn into Firestorm because we cannot afford your effect. And Rory, your effect is also flaming, so you need to also be in the room. So you three go do that. I was, I was, I was, yeah. No, they, they, we should have a segment on that. It's like, what is the, the anti-Firestorm device <laughs> for this episode? And in this case. The anti-Firestorm MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> It's the, the, the budget saver. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the budget saver this room was the the figure out room. Or wait, no, the budget saver. And it's this- almost like Victor Gerber like has something in his contract that says, I'm not leaving the ship anymore. I'm, I'm just going to come to this set where the ship is. Don't put me outside. Don't no, put me he, any place where to, I have to walk outside. He went to Detroit. He went out of the ship. Yeah, but he didn't go outside. I'm telling you, I think he's got a condition where he can't go in sunlight. Maybe he's a vampire. Victor Garber a vampire? Well, no, I mean, in Sicario, he... Well, no, you know what? I don't think he was outside in Sicario. I think Victor Garber's... I think this could great traction. Hashtag Garber vampire. Yeah, Victor Garber's a vampire. You heard it here first, folks. Yes. <laughs> one Doesn't day, go outside. I'd never see him eat garlic. Yeah, one, you know, it's, it's nuts. One day we're going to see a story like, you know, Victor Garber goes crazy, attacks person and flees. Uh, you know, right. lots of blood was lost, but there wasn't much blood at the scene. Maybe Victor Garber's collecting it. And we're going to be like, no, he's a vampire. He's a vampire. We need Van And Helsing. he wasn't outside on Alias very much either, I don't think. He oh, tended right? to stay in SD6. Was he, out, was he outside on Titanic? Was he in Titanic? I think they did walk outside on Titanic. Maybe that's where Cameron bit him. He bit him on the set of Titanic. And from that on... Hold on, hold on, hold on. This conspiracy is growing. Are you saying that James Cameron is also a vampire? (laughs) I'm saying he doesn't know, but it's possible. Okay. I I didn't realize that Victor Garber was in Titanic. Yes, he was the architect. I built you a strong ship, Rose. It will not founder. Two hours later... Titanic will founder. <laughs> I have screwed up. And he stood like in front of the clock and he fixed the clock. Yeah. Oh, and then he died because the water hit him? Yeah. 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 yeah he, was a, he was the architect of the, of the, you know, I built you a fine ship, Rose. All right. <laughs> all right. Perfect. So just uh, interesting fact here about Victor Garber. Uh, his first role, what, guess what character that he played? If you say Dracula, I'm out. I, I mean, 
it's it's it's. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was. It was actually Jesus oh. Christ. So I think I think. <laughs> <laughs> was he in Jesus Christ Superstar? No, the, the movie was called no. Godspell. Oh, okay. Well, well that's he was another. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I love that movie. Uh, he may not be a vampire. He might be God. <laughs> no vampire. Yeah. God. Well, how do you know vampire. the God's not a vampire? Oh, Pro- prove to me the God's not a vampire. That's all I'm saying right now. Well, according to the Smashing Pumpkins, the world is a vampire. That's true. World is it's a vampire. Something, something. Boy, we have just got off topic yeah. again. Welcome to and off I topic. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, like you know, this, this wasn't my favorite episode of of Legends. No, that's I don't mind us going off topic because this episode kind of you know, I only give it you know two swords. <laughs> yeah, two swords out of <laughs> out of five, five stones. <laughs> two stones out of, yeah two swords out of five stones yeah. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll go with this though uh the the they, they find out towards the end because you know uh yes uh mick and uh zach zach's mick zach. and jacks and dr garber are all in the uh zero fire room <laughs> and screech and screech. dr garber <laughs> well you said zach so now i gotta think you know yeah, I was thinking Zaxby's because I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's that too. Yeah. So Zaxby's chicken, Screech, and uh... <laughs> which you can't roast it because Christ. we're taking care of all the fire guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and Jesus Christ, that's played by Victor Garber, are all in a room. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. God, why, we're going to hell. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know why Mick. Why Mick is uh, is is Screech? I think he should be AC Slater. <laughs> Because he's abnormally. Yeah, cool. I think it's. I think Jax is Screech. <laughs> no, Jack. Jax is 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 Zaxby's. Oh, okay. Yeah, Victor Garber is uh, is Vlad Dracula, aka Jesus Christ, uh, and then Mick or Mister Belding or or Mister Belding. Oh yeah, yeah, he could be Mister Belding. That works. So we we <laughs> we have AC Slater, Zaxby's. Welcome to Saved by the Bell TV. <laughs> Which you know what? I never really watched that show when I was growing up. All my friends did, but I I was always watching like. Probably other cartoons or something. I don't know. The operative word of that sentence, I feel, is as I, when I was growing up, because it makes me think you watched it after you grew up. I actually <laughs> didn't. Like, that's the thing. It came on after oh, okay. school. <laughs> it was in the 90s. You know, I, I would always see it. Right. I'd just get bored with the episodes. I don't know. It's weird. But this isn't. Well, you have such a high palate, sir. I know, right? <laughs> like, I watch Legends TV talk. That's the highest tier of television that you can find. Right, Legends of Tomorrow or Legends TV Talk? Cause, you know, oh no, wait, yes, sorry. Let's. I, I always <laughs> interchange those. Anytime I'm trying to say my podcast name, I say Legends of Tomorrow. Anytime I try to say the show name, I say the podcast name. I have a lot of wires crossed. <laughs> I should right. probably get checked out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, in the, in the anti-fire storm room, anti-fire room, uh, they figure out that it's intensity and not intelligence that drives this device, and so they end up uh, breaking the curse. "Quote unquote." That's what they would call it in yield medieval times. Also, forgot to mention that Star Girl is Merlin. How cool is that? That was pretty uh, cool. I like. I like uh, that. That was pretty cool. That it was, was interesting, like, to say the least. Yeah, because I like how they they uh, you know because Merlin has a staff because wizards have staves or staves, I guess if we're going to wow do it properly. Uh, and the fight scene was pretty cool. Like the uh, the lightsaber. You know, let's let's lightsaber. talk about that for a second. You know, I'm sorry. The, the uh, lightsaber. Sabra. Sabra. Because. I can't say yes. We're in Britannia, so we can say Sabra. 
That's and true. not be in trouble. That's true. Because I think George Lucas is going to sue somebody. <laughs> Indeed, he will. Well, actually, uh, I think Disney going to sue somebody nowadays. Although I still yeah. like the quote, and the quote still works, and we still use it on Flash TV Talk uh, <laughs> or pan on the screen rather when we talk about Star Wars. So anyway, uh, yeah, we have uh, a really neat fight scene: uh, Damian Dark versus Ray. And with the lightsaber, like, he actually bests him. That was pretty cool. Best him in combat. But, of course, Damian Dark, being the uh, sucker-punching douchebag that he is, shoots him in the chest. And we're like, oh, no, Rey has died. Just this was prophesied in the book that Nate found in episode one of this season. Um, but, no, that is not true at all because he's wearing his Adam suit underneath his armor, which, right. I mean... Would you say that his Adam? <laughs> would you say that his Adam suit was Under Armour? Uh, Hello, hello. <laughs> and all of our followers. And I quit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah. So the fight scene was cool. I I, I loved how Star Girl uh, was using her staff like a like a you know wizard's wand, like shooting stuff out of it. I thought that was really neat touch to it but uh i just want to talk about my favorite piece of this episode uh was when amaya actually pulls the sword from the stone to grab the spearhead of the spear of destiny and lo and behold what does it look exactly like and i know i've talked about this before it looks just like well it doesn't look just like it's a little bit uh less aged but it looks like an actual copy of the prop that they used in constantine for the spear of destiny did you guys notice that, or is that just me? I think it might have just been you, because I don't remember very well how uh, Constantine's Spear of Destiny looked. I will show you. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, you figure that out. <laughs> how are you going to show us? Probably Twitter. Uh, yeah. I'm going to find pictures. Here we go. This one. View image. Control C. Oh, you're putting it in the dock. Ah. I can put it on a Twitter message or in the dock, whatever, whichever one. Oh, either or. Either way. Because I figure if we could put this on the on the uh, video, that would be nice. I, yeah, I just have to move my phone. Oh. <laughs> uh, so and that my was... phone's all, like, jacked up so that nothing happens, but here we go. <laughs> well, so uh, the, the first one that I sent, that is the Spear of Destiny from uh, Constantine. Let's it does. Here. The end almost looks like it too. I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, right. It just looks like it looks like newer and cleaner. Uh, right. Let's see. I, I don't know if I can find. Like this. they wiped the blood of our savior off. <laughs> Why would they do that? Because the blood is like what makes it so powerful. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the actual thing from. Yeah, it's probably too early to find the clip of it. But I mean, if you rewatch the episode and you look at the the Constantine one, they look very similar. Except for the Constantine one, the the actual uh, spear part of it is not shiny and chrome like the one on Legends is. But that made me super happy. I was super excited about that because I love the Constantine Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, yeah, say what you will about that, but I love it. It's amazing, and the fact that they use the same prop or a, a very similar looking prop was really really neat so uh yeah i appreciated that but uh let's see here what other talking points do we have let's talk about nate and amaya 
Oh. Hey, what'd you do? <laughs> no, my camera fell. <laughs> oh, wait. I want to see this on the YouTube channel. Ah, oh, stupid computer. You can kind of see it. Wait. Is it slowly falling? No. No, it's loading for me. Uh, this is going to be interesting. So this is this is this is an interesting way to watch podcast because I it can is. see. I know it's going to happen when I watch. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. I can see your speakers. Hello, that... <laughs> hello, Facebook world. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, uh, we're getting oh my here. My uh, much apologies. Professionalism. Hashtag professionalism. Um, all of these things. Gravity sucks. Hashtag gravity does suck. Uh, well, uh, until you know, you need it to live, and then it's pretty cool. So yeah, so so Nate yes. and Maya, they they kind of made them a really awkward combination. And I, you know, like we said earlier, you got to ship something. So I guess they just wanted to keep that relationship spark just there. Kyle, what do you there. think? I mean, like like. It, it, uh, are they doing this just to, to just to, to remind us? Hey, don't worry, don't worry. There's going to be some shipping. There's going to be some shipping. It's okay. Or cause, yeah, because it did feel like it was kind of like you know just shoved in there, uh, and they and they didn't really mention it very much after that. So I mean, what what do you think they're doing with this, Kyle? Uh, they're making it really awkward between them. Uh, it's a high school <laughs> drama. Um, you know, they hooked up once, so then there's you know this is not going to get weird, is it? Yeah, it got weird, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it got, it got weird. totally it got weird. weird. It got weird, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, that's what they're doing and uh, reminding us that, yeah, I think that Nate is going to become uh, uh, future Vixen's uh, grandfather. Me too. I'm in there. So, Will, you're, you're in the, the future Vixen uh, yeah. grandfather camp? Interesting. Yeah, he may even be. I don't know. Like we could talk about this in speculation, but I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it it definitely was. Honestly, it felt to me more. It was so shoehorned in that it felt to me more like a WB note, like a CW note, where they were like, "Oh, by the way, uh, you know, last week you had these two sleep together. We should totally have a line in there acknowledging that they feel weird." Oh yeah, we'll do it right before they go into the past. <laughs> or right before we go into the future, we'll we'll write something. It'll feel perfectly natural. It felt perfectly not natural. Yeah. yeah, it literally it was brought up. They had that awkwardness about staying on the ship, and it was never mentioned again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I don't know. It, it was. I almost missed it. You know, like that's how that's how quick it was. So exactly, it felt forced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, gotta ship something. Gonna say it every episode. Yep. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, so there's Tag, that. You know, tagline Bell's trademark. Exactly. Yeah. No, wait, hashtag Bell's trademark. I'm so cool. <laughs> Go on. So yeah, so there's there's that. There's the awkwardness, which I mean, that kind of brings us into uh, some stuff we can speculate. So why don't why don't uh, why don't we just make Hold it on. time? Oh. It's time for speculation. And now you can talk. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. We got we got some bumps now. It's excellent. Oh yeah, I paid some bumps. <laughs> All right. We're very professional. I'll have to edit this part out about how professional we are. <laughs> that that in our gravity issue today. That thanks for making me have to edit. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
<laughs> so, all right. So we have uh, we have a couple things to talk about. Let, let's start with what we were talking about earlier with Nate and Maya. So uh, do you think that she is pregnant at this moment from the time that they hooked up in George Washington time? Holy crap. No. No. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yes. No. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. So we, we got a yes. We got a no. Uh, am I going for the tiebreaker? We'll need a ruling, we'll lead, we'll lead a ruling from the field. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, talk with the line official. And we'll make sure that the call was correct. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say goal. Yes, goal. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say goal because I think that's gonna, that could lead to some interesting drama in the rest of this, in the rest of the season. At least make their awkwardness uh, pay off, right? If they're going to be just weird right. and, 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 and weird about that. So, yeah, I, I think that, yes, there is a bun in the oven for Amaya. And it's going to cause some problems later in the season. Uh, and that absolutely, especially when the hormones hit, and all she wants to do is be the bear, <laughs> and like eat ice cream all the time. And but you know they're in a timeline yeah, so that she's also the elephant. Yeah, <laughs> leave me alone. So she's, she's like, I feel like an elephant, and all of a sudden the the tattoo toto becomes an elephant. <laughs> That's not helpful. Good yeah, she's sitting there. They're they're in like a timeline, and uh, she's like, "I want ice cream. I'm craving ice cream. I need ice cream." It's like ice cream won't be invented for 500 more years. She's like, "Ah!" And yeah, then we have a terrible situation. Like Gideon, ice cream now. Yeah, yeah I gotta go on the no, ship. They can with the create ice cream from the ship. Well, that's true, but if they're not on the ship, and Amaya seems to be yeah, but she'll be like, she'll be like, I want like 1942, uh, not Ben and Jerry's, but grandfather of Ben and Jerry's, like. Super Smash, Benjamin uh, War and Jarethan. Yeah, <laughs> Benjamin and Jeremiah. And... <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So, so I, I definitely think that that she is going. To, she's pregnant with uh, the, the, the twins. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, with, with, with twins. One's going to go to the light side. Twins, one's going to go to the Twins. Yes. <laughs> twins. So, so yeah. So I, I yeah, because I think that's going to happen. I think that's going to be some interesting stuff that they can deal with in the remainder of the season. Uh, but yeah. Right. So, also, at the end of this episode, we saw that Rip was captured by the team uh, when they were just about to murder him, and they could have captured him then because he had a piece of the spear, and they didn't. Whatever. That doesn't make sense, but who cares? Uh, because now we have Rip back on the ship, and he has codes for Gideon. So, yeah. what are they going to do with this? Kyle, like... like does, did, do you think that Gideon thought that, or I'm sorry, do you think that Rip thought that he was going to get captured, so he put in like a back door if he ever turned evil that he could still control the ship, or is this just Gideon ignoring the fact that he is now evil? What do you think? It's, I mean, it could go either way, but I think it's it might have been Rip's plan all along to get on the ship, or at least uh, backup plan in case he ever did get captured. But they, you would you would also have to think that. It was Rip's ship for a long time. Wouldn't you? Exactly. Wouldn't you like want to like get rid of like Rip's t- like codes, so to say? So if Casey does get captured, we we capture him. He doesn't take hold of the ship like it's yeah. a, like he's apparently going to do. I don't think they ever thought of it. I don't. And that's I think why they the team it. is so dysfunctional. Even Amaya says it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think for me, I, I, you know, the captain is not very, you know, White Canary is not a technical superhero by any stretch. Um, you know, she uses knives and things. Now, Adam might have thought of it, but, you know, he's too busy feeling brokenhearted over every girl in the world. Yeah. I think it's just something they missed. Like, and I think they always hoped Rip would come back. Yeah. So they never removed his command access. 
and he's just, you know, because all he says is, Gideon, are you there? Yeah. Yes, I, Miss, yes, Captain, I'm here. And she calls him Captain. Yeah. So I, I don't think they removed any of his access. Well, I, I, I think. And now he's going to abuse it. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, but I think, though, if, if anybody should have known to disable his access, it should have been Jax, because he's supposed to know the ship backwards and forwards. So I would assume. And, and you know what? Honestly, it could be a thing where maybe there were some safeguards that, that Rip put in when he was good Rip in case somebody tried to remove his access. And so I don't know. There, there's, it, he, he's had that shit forever. There's, there's no telling how much crazy stuff he put in there. So, I mean, it probably would have been futile even for them to attempt to uh, revoke his access. But, you know, that's – yeah. Um, right. And I think they're going to – I think they're going to, you know – it's very possible Gideon still is like, I'm here, Captain. And he's like, good, blow up the ship. She's like, go screw yourself, Captain. Yeah, like, nah, nah, <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they they had it in the, the trailer for next week about him doing a self-destruct. Oh, okay, I hadn't seen it yet. Because so, I, I watched it on uh, okay. on, the, on my you know, time delay. So I'll go watch the YouTube for that. Uh. Now I, I know we're, we're, there are talks about getting Leonard Snart back and seeing him. But right. Do we know when he's going to come back? Like, what happened to him? Well, what happened? I guess I want to know what happened to Head Snart, like in Mick's head. Yeah. Like he's just not like we had him for one episode. It was really weird. It's like we had him for one episode. He's like, yeah, this episode of Prison Break it focuses on the girls, so I get to be here. And okay, now I got to go back and finish Prison Breaking. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I, I'd kind of, I'd almost forgotten about it since yeah, it only happened one episode. Uh, we had Head Snark come in, and Gideon checked out, uh, checked out Mick, and they found the little piece of whatever that the that the Time Masters had put in his head. But they removed that, and then they found out that it wasn't actually anything to do with that. Uh, I, I'm right. trying to, Kyle, do you remember the conclusion to that? Was, was there something that? There was something in there. I, yeah, I just don't, I don't remember. If I there thought it was psychological. Yeah, it was psychological. And and, and Rip, or uh, rather, uh, uh, Vampire slash Stein. Jesus slash Stein. <laughs> vampire Jesus Stein. VJ Stein. We're going to call him VJ Stein from now on. <laughs> VJ Stein, yes. So VJ Stein, uh, maybe he helped him. I, you know, I, I need to go back and, and, and rewatch that episode. But uh, it, yeah. it, I, w- I want to remember it seemed like there was going to be some more head snart in the future, but uh, but from what I from what I know is that yes, he is going to be in the season finale along with uh, Katie Cassidy's Laurel Lance. Uh, I think in Moonshot, which is like uh, two episodes from the next one, which is also going to bring back Commander Steel. Yeah, they're going to have uh, Wentworth okay. Miller come back. Well, speaking of Commander Steel. I'm assuming he's going to be other, the other protector of, of the Spear of Destiny. I mean, he has to be, right? So yes, is. Uh, what does this mean for Nate? Is he his own grandfather? Yeah, because it's weird. Like, depending on what timeline he's in, I mean, how do you how do you address that? That's a paradox, isn't it? If Say he put Commander Steel in 19, or, you know, in 19, or 2017, how could he be Nate's grandfather? To protect the Spear? Yeah. Well, so... So he puts him in 2017, you know, to protect the spirit. He hides, you know, Commander Steel, say, in 2017, which makes sense because it seems like they went future and then past, and now they'll go to present, maybe. 
how does he father, how does he grandfather Nate? Like, you can't move Commander Steel through time, I would think. Well, I don't know, though, because he could have he could have fathered him before Nate, because the JSA was around, and then they disappeared. So he could have right. fathered... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he could have fathered his father. Grandfathered. Yeah, he could have grandfathered Nate uh, <laughs> uh, before he disappeared. I would, okay. I would think, right? Like, that, that would be the only way that would work, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. So now... So wait, wait, uh, he didn't... Yeah, he, he fathered Nate's father. Right. Yeah, so he fathered yeah, Nate's father before they disappeared and before he was given, you know, task uh, to command over the, uh, the the Spear of Destiny. So there we go. Okay, so crisis averted. Nate is not his own grandfather. <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> yeah, grandfather. So Because that, that would suck. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I know we mentioned it, but uh, br- briefly here for a second, but we're going to talk about a little bit of news. Uh and that's uh, Katie Cassidy and Wentworth Miller going to be back for the, the season finale. Uh, and that's that episode is also going to feature J.R.R. Tolkien. So we're going to speculate here a little bit on this news. Uh, do you think that this is going to be similar to the George Lucas episode and that they're going to try to convince J.R.R. Tolkien uh, to, to write Lord of the Rings? Or is this going to be something where they're going to subconsciously inspire him to write it? Uh, what do you think Tolkien's role is, is going to be in this in this episode? Kyle, um, it, I don't think they'll go the same route as they did with George Lucas because that's just—I mean—they're just retreading, or redoing what they did with um, Lucas. Yeah, I think I think he's just going to be there. That they might be just at the the very end of him finishing, like Return of the King, and like the the, the Legion of Doom is going to try to screw them, which would really mess up time or something like that, and so they had to protect. Exactly. Him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. I could see that happening. Uh, what do you think, Will? I don't know. I it could go either way. It could be, you know, maybe maybe they convince him to not write the Hobbit and we don't have to deal with Peter Jackson. That would be plus. <laughs> well if they didn't write the Hobbit, but, uh, they wouldn't have Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right. No, Hobbit came after. No, I thought Hobbit Hobbit came after Lord of the Rings. Are you Hobbit is a prequel. I know it's a prequel. But it was written after Lord of the Rings. Really? Yes. I wow. Uh I am pretty sure. I feel like I feel like I have I, I I can no longer call myself a Lord of the Rings fan if I didn't know that. Let's see here. It was published September twenty first, nineteen thirty seven. Uh yep. let's see here. Where is Fellowship of the Ring was published? The Lord of the Okay, Rings. you might be right. Never mind. You win. You win. You were right. Hobbit was first. Yeah, because I, I, I thought it was second. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I remember like he, he, the, the opening line, you know, in a hobbit hole lived a hobbit or whatever it was. Uh, he wrote like on a paper. Uh, right. And then he expanded that into the book. Okay, okay. Anyway, that aside, uh, <laughs> <laughs> crisis yes. averted. Nerddom. You win. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I get to edit this out about how stupid I am. Yeah. Yay, me. <laughs> So so yeah so I don't know it'll it'll be interesting to see what they do with that uh, I'll I'll be glad to see Wentworth Miller come back to play Captain Cold I hopefully it's it's not in a you know head snart kind of way and it's in an actual snart kind of way and it's in a way that the snart can come the snart it's in a way that snart can come back on the Flash and you know be leader of the Rogues or something like that because it, it, I I like snart Rogues season three yeah like that's what I'm thinking like or season four yeah, I want season Rogue, four season Rogues four. I think that'd be awesome. And uh, that's going to require him to come back, and it's going to require him to come back in a way that's going to uh, 
not pinhole him or shoehole or what is the word shoehorn pigeonhole pigeonhole there we go I was, all these words uh, pigeonhole in a way that, that he's only stuck on legends like I want him to come back for Flash and so hopefully we'll see that same thing with, with Katie Cassidy see but can they do that well I mean th- that's, that's what we'll have to see with the Spear of Destiny they can rewrite all sorts of stuff so who knows but I mean, what I'm thinking is, like, can you have this show without Mick? Because, okay, if if Cold goes back to Flash, Heatwave has to go with him. It doesn't work otherwise. You can't have the rogues without Heatwave either. That's true. And so now we lose Mick. And Mick is an important voice on this show. Who do you replace him with? God, he's, he's, he's irreplaceable, I think. That's what I mean. I don't. So I don't think they can do the rogues in season four because of that reason. I bet you they sat around talking about it. They're like... You take Mick out of this show, and I think you lose you lose Mick's quote of the week. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, I mean, you got to just, yeah, yeah. It's it's. So I mean, are we there? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like that. That's. I think without. I think you're right. I think without Mick, Legends would not be what it is. Uh, he adds just the right amount of of crazy and the right amount of just you know silliness and 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 everything that. It would be really hard to have a show without him. They'd have to find somebody right. to, to replace that. I just don't think they have it right now. Uh, but, right. yeah. So, speaking of Mick. Uh, actually, you know, before we before we go into that, though, I do want to talk about Katie Cassidy for a second here. Now, there's the whole Laurel Lance thing on right. Arrow. And perhaps uh, this is going to be a way for them to bring her back on Arrow as well. Which makes me think why they're going to bring Snart back for... Um, for Flash, because if, if Katie Cassidy's going to be in this episode, maybe it, it, it means they're going to fix some timeline stuff and bring uh, you know Laura Lance back on Arrow. Uh, so, so Kyle, but I like the new Black Canary. Yeah, they Arrow. shouldn't. I love Dinah Drake. Yeah, that's what I, I wanted to Dinah talk. Drake. I love her so much. Yeah, that's because <laughs> I, I, you know, I haven't seen a lot of this uh, season of Arrow, but from what I've heard, this Black Canary is the best. And so, if they do decide to bring back Katie Cassidy as Laura Lance, do you think that would be for Arrow's detriment or benefit? Kyle, what do you think? Detriment. Are you Kyle? <laughs> I'm sorry. You always go to him first. Well, I know. I should. I, I, I meant to. I meant to bounce that around. I'm sorry. Will, uh, what do you think? <laughs> well, now I don't want it because now I feel like I had to ask for it. <laughs> Story of my life. Right? No, I do. I do think it's. I think it's to their detriment. I think. Uh, I think that Dinah Drake won me over in ten seconds, and it took Katie Cassidy three years. <laughs> so. You know, I think she should go back to being the other girl on Taken, and uh, you know that's the end of that. Oh yeah, she was the other girl on Taken, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she was hot there too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kyle, so what do you what do you think? Detriment, benefit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd like it if Katie Cassidy was back because that means all of uh, uh, Lance's uh, daughters are back alive, and that would be yeah. nice for him. But I mean, I do like Dinah Drake on Arrow as it is, so yeah, it's it's a hit or miss. Yeah, so we'll have to see what they do with that. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. We'll look for it. Uh, hopefully, it will end up uh, being good for everybody. But uh, before we get before we get out of here, though, we got we got to do mixed quarter of the week. I mean, he is the most important part of the show. It's the mixed quarter of the week. All right, so <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Oh, it's so much fun here in the bumps. I did work. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we we have a couple a uh, couple options here, and and Kyle, since you do the best Mick of of any of us, I'm going to have you go through them all. All right, we'll do. <clears throat> What's in order? Just admit it. My brain saved the day. 
Maybe not. Gideon, do they have booze in the year 3000? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Either just a minute my brain saved the day, or maybe not. Gideon, do they have booze in the year 3000? Uh, See, the booze, uh, the booze one works I, with the previous one, where they're like, so wait, the trip was wasted? <laughs> and that, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. Or, or, so maybe the trip not. was wasted? Gideon. Maybe not. Gideon, do they have booze in the year 3000? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. We got we to gotta give, give it to that one. So our winner for this week yeah. on the next quote of the week is Kyle, if you please. Maybe not. Gideon, do they have booze in the year 3000? <laughs> Excellent. Well, and now he drinks half a cup of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, again, you keep having me do this again. <laughs> I don't know about you. I am. What do they need? I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> what is a trigger? <laughs> a is for Alfred. B is for Bat. C is we get it. I found it. I'm the world's greatest detective. <laughs> is it? I have to see Lego Batman. I have to still see it. Oh. Yeah, that's, that, that's from, from Lego Batman. B a d m n. It's oh, yeah. think it's hilarious. <laughs> You need Where to are the other tracks that going? <laughs> John McAvoy? Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> oh, it's 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 is that John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, so. The college... Where are the other drugs yeah. going? They, they did a thing where like Batman's trying to find his Batman voice. So it's that scene from Batman Begins where he pulls uh, the the cop up the thing and he's like, "Where are the drugs going?" You know, and so. He's like, oh, geez. where are the other drugs going? He's like, is that Malkovich? And so he's just trying all these voices out, and it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, you, you should. <laughs> I'm better. I'm stronger. <laughs> I... I'm Batman. I, I am better. I am stronger. I am Batman. <laughs> uh, where, where, where are the other drugs uh... going? Yeah, it's, it's funny. Anyway, anyway. Uh, it... oh, oh, the camera fell again. That's. I know. I'm aware. Thank you. <laughs> Jerks. That's sad. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anyway, uh, it looks like we're out of time. But if you want to keep in touch with and us. And gravity. Yeah, and gravity. <laughs> but if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell. Uh, you can follow me at KyleKrause89. Or you can follow me at WR Benson or look for the Week in Geek with Will podcast on Satchel, iTunes, or Google Play. Also, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And we also created a Facebook page, so be sure to like us there at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other TV Talk shows. Supergirl TV Talk, Starkville Labs, and Flash TV Talk with Bell and Bo. While you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we will read them on the show. And don't forget... You can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player. And we are now on the Google Play in the podcast section. And special thanks to Charlie Bach for making our bumps and outro music and for Will for adding vocalizations over them. <laughs> you can check out Charlie's... You're welcome. <laughs> you can check out Charlie's other stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And as always, you stay classy, idiots.